Welcome back to Dangerous Rhetoric, guys. This is episode what, Brent? Because I forgot. 34? 34. It's been like over a week. We took a bit of a break. It happens. We have a really special, special episode today because we are featuring our second NFT guest, but our first guest, who is a member of the infamous Board Ape Yacht Club. Um, I don't know who knows what that is yet, but it is getting around there now. We are with Florida Man. Welcome, Florida Man. What's up, guys? Thank you for having me. Episode 34, Rule 34. We all know what that is, so yes. it's pretty amazing that Florida Man got that honor. Actually, Brent did not know what that was. I remember a couple of weeks ago, I brought up Rule 34, and he was like, what's Rule 34? I had like, no idea. I'm like, Brent, if it oh. exists, there's porn of it. Yes. So for any of our viewers who do not know, that is Rule 34. Basically, keyboard porn, book porn, soundboard porn, cup porn, just Search it on the internet. You'll find it. Man, board ape porn. <laughs> I'm going to do it. It's coming. I yeah, haven't seen it. I, I, it probably already exists. I'm going to be All pun intended. It is coming. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, um, so I wanted to get you on here because, you know, I, I wanted to talk about this concept of NFTs more with other people, but I also wanted to get someone on here who is a free thinker. And one of the things I've noticed in the NFT community is that a lot of people don't want to rock the boat. A lot of people don't want to talk about yes. anything that is controversial or political or outside of the realm of decentralized finance, crypto, or NFTs. Obviously, it's not everyone. There are a few exceptions to that that I have encountered, um, and you have been one of those exceptions. So seriously, man, thanks for coming on, and thanks for having balls. <laughs> well, dude, here's, here's, here's the way I look at this. The, this is a battle for the soul of the universe, but the war has already been won. And what we're undergoing now is the largest, most incomprehensive psychological operation of all time to make us think that we can't win. Yeah. But we already won. Bitcoin, Halloween, fucking 2009, Satoshi Nakamoto makes the, the Bitcoin white papers. And, and whenever the network went live, that first transaction to Hal Finney. Ever since then, bro, that, that, the network, it's, it's unstoppable. Literally, it is either World War III, we all die, or the metaverse. I hope it's not World War III and we all die. Well, no, it's not going to be because I don't remember dying in that way. So it, <laughs> it, it, it's not World War III. So it must, we, we go to the metaverse. And when we go to the metaverse, we absolutely do not want Mark Zuckerberg in charge and fucking own, owning it all. So Honestly, that's the, my fucking perspective. The general resistance I've seen to Meta and Zuckerberg gave me a bit of hope. Because um, mo most people that I've seen on NFT Twitter, that's what they call it, uh, seemed to resist the idea of Facebook coming in and kind of muscling their way into this this concept of the metaverse which we'll talk about and try to explain to our viewers what exactly that is but e even to the point of like the audacity to rebrand and take the word meta it's almost like he's trying to steal the concept himself and i've seen yeah we'll say that you know yeah That's I, uh, yeah yeah no no literally yes so it is yeah so no, you, I'm not, yeah no, i'm just gonna say it. no no because okay. i want to get this out there no it's 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 literally Right now, the church is trying to control the printing press and only allow certain people to use the printing press. That is what's going on right now. Yes, that's, that's Mark Zuckerberg trying to take Meta 
and use the met the word meta from us that's what's going on right now that's a great analogy so if someone were to ask you florida man what is the metaverse uh can you describe this or explain this the metaverse is everything no the metaverse is everything we're experiencing the metaverse right now let you you and brentley are both experiencing the metaverse within your physical realm that is not being recorded yet the interactions that you guys have that is not being recorded in front of a camera is being recorded in your minds in a hard drive in your minds but it's just not you can't look it up like you the way you could look it up on the blockchain or or in a digital way but that is part of the metaverse because when you put your glasses on in a couple of years and there's a camera there that's recording that interaction and there's something something hovering over brentley and and every interaction you have takes place in in some digital format it's that connection and that bridge between the physical and digital world that i've now come to realize it's not just it's not just the metaverse is vr right or just ar this digital world no this is the combination of both the digital and the physical world it's all interactions right because nfts Right now, everyone, the buzzword NFT is like digital art, digital art, digital art, but NFTs are so much bigger than digital art because it's the way to be able, right, to create a unique, uh, you know, item or object or, 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 and link that to some, and to link that to something traceable within this large network that is already up and running. I don't want to over, overwhelm everyone listening right now. Cause I know we understand it, but I know like, yeah. the common language with your viewers is probably, I don't know where you're at. It's, it's still very new. And this is why you keep seeing people say, Oh, we're early. We're early. It's because there's so many people who still don't know what the hell this is. But now I think more and more people are hearing the term NFTs. And I think you're right. They just think digital art. And yes, that that's a, a huge aspect of it is to be able to verify the ownership of a piece of digital art. But one of the ways I've described it to people, you know, owning an NFT is more than just owning a piece of digital art. There's the community aspect of it. It's, it's like having a membership card. It's like having a piece of stock in, in a company, but the company is not run by one person. It's run by all the different. Yeah. yeah. Let's not make that analogy though. We don't want yeah. the SEC coming. Sure, But <laughs> my point is it, it's, it's similar concept. I'm a part of a community, bro. I don't know, man. I yeah. own JPEGs, bro. Stocks <laughs> and stuff. That, that stuff confuses me, bro. <laughs> so membership card is, is a good way. I, I like to describe it, but really what it is, is NFTs are an actual economy forming around DeFi forming around crypto it's, a, it's the creator economy that's already existed but we're now making it more transparent so it's the same it's we i was just having this conversation it's like when mr beast releases merch right it's it's the same thing he's just going to release nfts because it just makes more sense because 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 all because the and this is what i'm saying the amount of people that play video games and when the, when they get onboarded and that's how we know like the process of onboarding someone and getting someone to get to the level of understanding NFTs and actually understanding how it is used and how to interact with it, to get there, you first have to go through DeFi because you have to explain the concept of a hardware wallet, the concept of a of a, a, a of setting up the twelve words uh, and not keeping keeping it track. Yes, and then that setting up the wallet makes even less sense to someone who has no idea what crypto is. That means that's a whole nother that we're talking about, like, it probably takes a, a four or five hour on like just session just to give them a foundation to really be able to, to understand the space. But so it starts with, with, with the fact that 
money isn't real and that <laughs> we've been lied to our entire lives and that the dollar isn't tied to anything but the fact that the government says so. And uh, theoretically, theoretically, together, we can all buy Bitcoin and all just use Bitcoin and every other cryptocurrency outside the realm of of uh, a mosquito uh, with my hands. <laughs> what? No, I just good. caught a mosquito with my hand. Just so. ninja yes. a mosquito out of the Theoretically. Air. I was like half paying attention and then watching him come toward me ready to feast. And I'm like, no. <laughs> but this is what I'm saying. It's the largest psychological operation of all time because you, you we all know, like you, 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 I, and Brentley all know like that this is has already changed the world. And, and it's just, it's manifesting in real time. And it's a matter of educating people and having these conversations in public so that, because bro, I mean, like I'm, I'm 100% conviction, like 100% metaverse. This is it. This is over. Right. Like every, every, if everyone saw what I saw, it's not stopping. It's not, it's not going. That's the thing. Yes. exactly. you, You mentioned that it's already changed the world. And what's interesting too, is it's, it's, it's more complicated than that. So our first guest who talked about NFTs with us was the project uh, Bitbones, uh, Dustin Johnson from Bitbones. I don't know if you know that project. I'm a big fan. I love Bitbones. Shout out to Dustin. One of the things I talked about on that episode is that not only have NFTs and, and, and DeFi changed the world, they're also a response to a world that has already changed. So the lockdowns, for example, I really truly believe that we wouldn't have seen the boom that we're living through right now with crypto and nfts at least not so soon it maybe would have happened eventually and it would happen later no no no, i wouldn't be seeing it in the way we're seeing it now if they didn't do that if they didn't just force everyone to stay home lock everyone in their houses and 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 people are just trying to figure out new new ways to make a living and they stumble upon this thing and all of a sudden it's like wow you know this was here the whole time and maybe yeah here actually deeper than that yeah like while companies are massively laying off employees you have these degenerates that are like all right fuck this shit i'm just gonna make my own system that's what they did yeah they said fuck this shit then you guys are just gonna fucking fire me yeah after fucking i don't know 15 years really all right fuck you then yeah and people people still aren't grasping that this is more than just digital like you said it's interacting with the physical world for example i'm wearing a gutter cat gang shirt yes Exactly. Get this shirt. I had to mint a token on the blockchain and then burn that token. And then they sent me a physical item. So it is more than just digital. Like people, this is an economy now. It's a whole new economy within the economy. And I think, I think you're right in that. Like the elite, I think, want to control it for sure. And I think they're realizing just how out of control it's, it's become and man, people are, are really taking power back for themselves by just saying, well, if everything's going to go digital anyway, then we're going to have to figure out a way to keep it free and open. Because the last thing that the elites want yes. is for the digital world to be free and open. They want it to be controlled and they want it. Well, to that, that was the whole point. Yeah, that was the whole point. It's a whole point. Can I ask uh, Mr. Friedman, yeah. how did you get into the Board Ape Yacht Club? Yeah. Did, you, did you mint your ape? How did you hear about it? Well, how did you hear about NFTs in general? And then I guess from there, how did you get, you know, an ape? Like, when did you, <laughs> when did you start into this crazy realm? So Bitcoin and Ethereum 2017, I was smoking a cigar with my friend 
it was 2017 and he's like bro you need to get on this shit it's the future and i was like what's up bro and he was like ripple bro xrp i was like what he's like bro ripple xrp is going to the moon i said i i said all right all right bro i'll i'll fucking uh i'll I'll cop a fucking i'll cop some ripple and it wasn't so much because i have no ripple now because now i hate ripple because and everything that that ethics stands for of like giving more power to the centralized powers that i'm completely against so that's why i have no ripple now but it served as a great onboarder to me because I was, I had no idea what any of this stuff was. And then from Ripple, I, w- I got to Bitcoin, Ethereum, and I went down that rabbit hole, the whole 2017, 18 bull run into a bear market held through diamond hands forged with pain and a lot of red <laughs> days, a lot of red days, but diamond hands all the way through. And in December, in December, I go it all in on Ethereum leading into this year. I'm still all in on Ethereum. And I'm just like, and I'm just living in this world now going into this new year, uh, January with the whole stuff going on there with the apes and the GameStop among other things that happened that month. But yes, the, the GameStop stuff. And then that meme was so powerful. Like I, to this day, I still believe uh that GameStop is uh is is a, a thousand fifteen hundred two thousand dollar stock one hundred percent no no the amount of shady shit that happens in the background of of like the financial traditional financial system I have no doubt in my mind that that stock is so ghost shorted or whatever or naked shorted or whatever it's called that it's actually a, a two thousand dollar stock especially now especially right now with the meme and dude it's it's a meme you guys know where meme the the word meme comes from oh yeah well it's uh it's it's a genetic term it comes from i believe richard dawkins right yes richard richard dawkins wrote about a meme the selfish gene i think was the selfish gene exactly he wrote about it in the selfish gene and he was talking about biology but not that it not only it existed in biology but also in 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 physical non-biological objects and also ideas ideas and culture exactly so now it's literally GameStop is the meme. Fuck you and fuck the suits. You get me? That, like, that, like that, fuck you, Wall Street. That phenomenon was crazy, man. I think a lot of people really woke up to the fact of just how corrupt it is behind the scenes, especially when like they shot Robin Hood down and all that stuff. And it's just like you you realize like, okay, well, the elite are allowed to do that. You guys can do inside trading. You guys can get together and short a stock or whatever and you know, screw everyone over. But when normal everyday people get together, they, you know, plan for the meme, like just for the the meme, but not just that, like a lot of people made some serious money from that who were little guys, you know, who weren't used to winning in that way. And I think it woke people up like, well, we can play the game too. They want to play the game. They want to rig it against us. Well, maybe we can flip the board and figure out our own ways to excel at this. Since like you said, all the money's fake anyway. And I think it was just an inevitable step for a lot of people to go from that GameStop full run into crypto. And I wonder how many people actually jumped from one to the other after that. Yeah, I, I've, I've actually been out of stocks because I've, I, I'm I've not into centralized traditional finance at all. I am 100% into crypto and blockchain. Yeah. And what I'm saying, and, and so that happens, that meme happens, right? And then 
I was pissed, bro, because I've been in crypto for almost five years. And bro, I, I'm a media guy. I live and breathe communications. So the fact that I've been in crypto and I don't have a crypto punk, it, 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 it not at, at this point because I have an ape, but it's, it haunts me at night that for five years I was eating so much fucking shit, dude. What the fuck was I doing? I have no crypto punk. punk. So you're just really quick. You're a retired news van cameraman, correct? Yes. Okay. Do you, I am uh, I'm going to ask what station you work for, but I don't know if that's uh, um. Yes, I worked for your station at one point. Yes. <laughs> we will leave it there then. <laughs> so, I mean, just, just having a job like that, you must have seen some really interesting things in regards to uh, a lot. How, how the news a operates. Lot. A lot. Oh, oh, you're saying that? I'm saying just actually yeah. seeing like crazy fucking shit. Yeah. But yes, but, also that. But also how they, how they manipulate the story of crazy shit and like portray it, you know, put yeah. a spin on yeah. it. Yeah, very easy, very easy. That's why it's so it's so simple for me to see right through it. That's exactly why, because I've been on that side making the edits that make the cut at a national level, uh, at, uh, right? So, so yes, I see it all. I've seen that all. Yeah, I, re I, I mean, like, it's no secret that I've rejected that completely. Fascinating. Yes. Fascinating. So take us through. But, but I'm not, but, but, but to, to be clear, this is a new phenomenon that has, that was not really, in my in my career and it like it wasn't it was never this bad right like when i was there it was not this bad ever 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 this is a new phenomenon that they've turned the dial up because they know that they have to well they know that they can't so that's why they're trying so hard but they're gonna fail miserably and it's just gonna fucking break it's all going to break. It's like the harder they try, the worse it gets for them. Exactly. Exactly. To exactly. Exactly. So tight that we, everything yes. just slips out between their yeah. fingers. They're also exactly. showing their hand. Exactly. No, oh, so clearly. Thing. And it's, yeah. and that's the part that perplexes me. How, how much they're like, how, like, they're not even fucking like hiding it. Yeah. The like, propaganda is not even good anymore. It's like shitty propaganda. <sighs> and it's still it's working. It's still working on people. And that's so, the crazy, that's what the part yeah. that perplexes me. That's the part. And that's why I think philosophy and education and critical thinking, thinking skills are something that, and I would say it needs to be taught in schools, but parents just need to do a better job of fucking raising their kids, bro. Like there's no other fucking way to put it. There's no other way. There's like, who are, I mean, you're going to rely on, on another person to fucking teach your kid. Sure. Math go have at it, bro. Teach my kid all the algebra he needs to know. <laughs> but, uh, these fucking, and, and, and I, and, but th there are great professors. That's the thing. I've had a number of great professors in my life so to I. this day that I remember. Sure. But, and that I still talk to, but to, to, no, there's no way it's, 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 yeah, so, it's something has definitely changed and, you know, yeah, a lot of the authoritarianism is certainly right now coming from the political left, but, but this, this was happening for a while. There has been a buildup to this. And I think ultimately in the, in the elite establishment, it really is just a mono party at the end of the day, like neoconservatives and neoliberals yeah. don't differ too much on, on the most, you know, egregious things and, and, you know, certain policies, foreign policies, et cetera. And yeah. Because yeah. And, and, and this is what, what I think. And it's like, that's the thing bro i it, americans are not as divided as they want us to think yeah right we're not and and so the idea of a uni party isn't that crazy to me right the fact that they all mingle and mingle right because we're that's being american right like sure like we we front to each other and whatever but 
behind closed doors, we're shaking hands and being friends. That's society at large, period. That's human nature. The, the system is just so old that it's been manipulated by people in power with money because it's not the fucking politicians making the rules, right? They have no fucking idea what's really going on. They're just fucking puppets, right? Them, yep. It's the people with the money that are controlling them that are making the rules. So it's, it's just the politicians just cycling, right? You have the good one that stays there and does what they do. Good. I'm not going to fund the one that's going to run against them and nuke him, right? And get him out of the seat. So to get the one that does what I say, correct? So it's, 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 uh, yes, it's, it's, uh, but, and that's why this technology and what Bitcoin, Ethereum and NFTs and everything about a free and open decentralized metaverse is so, it's, it's so daunting to them. Because they're losing all control. It's like Brentley said, it's that the harder they squeeze to retain control, the more we slip out because we're just like, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. You're not going to control me. Yeah. Yeah. I think Florida, there, come to Florida. Just, Everyone come to Florida. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> there are just certain people where I think that's just never going to work on people like it's just never going to work. We're always going to resist the more, you know, you try to control us or silence us or shut us up. And, and to go back to yes. us. Speak, the more we want to push back, the more we want to tell the truth and reveal and yeah, to, say what yeah, we to, see, you know? Yeah, because and to go back to what I was saying about like the politicians, it's this technology is going to cannibalize that. And I hope and I and 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 it's going to be a it's it's I, I foresee a very clean, transparent, pure future for humanity. I, I truly do. I truly I do. I hope you're right because I don't and know. I, and, I, and I refuse. I refuse to see a World War Three option. I refuse. It. I refuse it for with everything that is in my soul. And that's why it's so important for me to onboard people. That's why I just got off a two or three hour Discord call with this guy, telling him everything he needs to know about minting his photography, so that he can start. Because it's one by one. All united, we stand. Divided, we fall. And that's what this is all about. And well, that's why. Our, yes. Well, I guess the problem with this with me is like, are we really united? Because like, like I've said, the, the NFT community, as much as I love it, and I really do, like I've encountered so many like amazing people, not just you, but just so many great people, people who bought my art and supported me. It's like, I don't even know what you look like. I've never even seen you. It's like, thank you so much. But there's just so much escapism I've seen in, in the NFT community. And I think a lot of people in it are living in la-la land. They don't think things can get worse. And I think things will get worse before they get better. And are yes. we really unified? Yeah, it's not just, just... Yeah, but this is a phenomenon. Yeah, what you're talking about is just humans who watch football on Sundays. They drink their beer. They go to sleep. They wake up on Monday, kind of hungover. They go to work, they eat lunch, then they go to dinner and they live this life. And they do that every day with an occasional birthday and holiday. Like, And now they're just, like, they're involved in NFT as well. And now they're in NFTs. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I guess, I don't know, maybe I had a little more hope that when I entered the community, there would be more of this. Uh, well, they are. There definitely are because we're, it's, 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 and this isn't, this isn't a political left or right thing. This is just a free, open-minded individual and these are the type of individuals critical thinkers that are building this space so yes we're here but it's it's but the people that are drink their beer and live that life are, are not to say i love beer but that type of uh nature is very clear i mean when you meet someone you know you you, you can tell i mean at least i can right 
Yes. It was funny because back in February, there was an opinion piece in the New York Times that said that the title was don't go down the rabbit hole. Critical thinking as we're taught to do it isn't helping in the fight against misinformation. (laughs) This whole whole concept of misinformation as it's being used by the establishment media really makes me laugh because they're the biggest peddlers of it. Well, there's yeah, it's like, first of all, how do you define it? Really, in what they're talking, when they say misinformation, they mean anything that goes against their narratives and we all know that their narratives are like 99% bs and 1% you know actual fact and then anytime there is an actual fact that lends to their support they'll take it they'll polish it they'll distort it they'll put it through the media you know hall of mirrors effect amplify or squelch like they did with the jeffrey epstein situation and they they will use their their media machine in order to distort uh, our perceptions because they have that power because it's like, you know, five or six major companies that control like 95% of all American media. So it makes it very easy for them to sort of manufacture a consensus reality, which just like, you know, the dollar doesn't really exist. It's not, it's not a real thing. It's just this concept that has a yep. representation that, that's wrapped up and presented and most people will accept it. And, but as we go on more and more time passes, you know, we have more and more people getting red pilled and more and more people seeing through the illusion. I guess I expected more people in the NFT DeFi community to see through the illusion. And then you, you know, you get what's happening. Hey bro, your NFT- JPEG made, made $50,000, bro. That's fucking crazy, bro. How can I make $50,000 off your NFT, bro? That's crazy, man. Teach me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy man i guess that's crazy I'm, ROI, I'm, leading, bro. I'm leading into wait i need ethereum <laughs> bro, that shit's a scam bro you haven't heard that shit I'm leading into, a scam, bro. i'm leading into nft new york city and what just played out over the last year yes. over there and i guess i expected more resistance to the no 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 the resistance is there the resistance is alive and well and the and you know here's the thing it hurts me a lot that I could not be in in, in NYC this week. It and I really me. wish, and I really, and I really wish, I wish I was lying. I wish I was lying. No, I wish I was lying. I wish I was lying and I was actually there and I was actually at the parties and stuff. I wish, I really wish, but it's not the case. And so the resistance is there. I just really think they made all these plans before the mandates and uh like eight fast i mean bro they're from miami bro i i i don't i don't i don't know them i don't no one knows who the who the, the owners are but i mean the the clubhouse is in miami i'm looking forward to the clubhouse so that's that's all i'm looking for i don't really give a fuck about in, in, in new york as long as they have those fucking mandates bro for all i care bro i don't need to go to that fucking shithole city bro it used to yeah. be an, ama- an amazing city that i visited january 2020 and i stood in times square and i told myself Man, I could really, I never said this. And I really, I said to myself, I could see myself living here in the next couple of years. And after what I've seen in the past 18 months play out, there's no, at least in its current state, there's no way. And it really hurts me because it's, it was a beautiful city when I went and it's probably still is a beautiful city, but it gets the, the impure nature of the mandates is, uh, is really unsettling to me. Yeah. Well, we, we had to flee. We're, we lived there. You know, yes. so it's it's very personal for us. And that's why I'm much, much more outspoken about this stuff because no one's talking about it. It's like people just flash the past and they comply and they act like there's nothing wrong with that. And I think I would respect it more if 
more of these people just said, you know what, segregation doesn't bother me because I'm. It doesn't. It does. It's not inconveniencing me. They don't even I get realize to how I get fucked to up it is, bro. Yeah. They don't even realize, yeah. bro. Even the. Pe- I mean, dude, it's so fucked, bro. It's so fucked, dude. Like I said, it's I was. So I was fucked. upset for you, for apes like you. I thought it's just like, wow, man. Like, I would. I just would have loved to have seen more of them at least say something and stand up for people like you and to say you know what i'd love what a board ape it's not even about no you know this is messed up why are we segregating some of our own members in this way and and there were ways around it it's not like they had to do it that way there were look gutter cat gang they did the rooftop party and i think one of the reasons they did it that way was to avoid the mandates that's my theory. No, bro. I could have easily gone and faked but my shit, bro. You probably you know, could have, but the thing no, is... No, 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 that, that I no. I, I am not saying I know people that did that, but I 100% guarantee you there were people there that are not vaccinated that attended that party. Yeah. However, I am... I'm not only a man of principle, but I kind of made the decision a week, but I guess that makes me a man of principle that, that I just wouldn't even fucking, comp- I wouldn't even pretend, bro. I'm yeah. not even going to pretend to comply. No, it, dude, it does make you a man of principle because even if you pretend to comply, you're just, you're, you're perpetuating it. You're, you're still saying, well, I don't have a problem with this. I'm Fuck not going to inconvenience Come to Miami, dog. I'm not going to. Come to Miami, bro. I'm literally, the yeah. guys, I'm literally planning to, to literally camp outside, bro. There's rumors going around that the zip code is going to come out soon, like the zip code of where it is, the clubhouse in Miami. And and I heard through the grapevine that it's three. There was a seven in it. So I opened up a map of all the zip codes in Miami. <laughs> there's three, three, one, three, seven, which is Edgewater in Miami. And that's where Midtown is now. It's where it's literally the up and coming part of Miami. It's crazy. And bro, I could literally see fucking... Uh, I don't know, man. So, so what I'm saying is the moment they announce that clubhouse, I mean, that's going to be like a second home to me, dude. Seriously. I, I'm literally going to be that NPC that stands there where every time you go to the Pokemon Center and <laughs> you talk to the NPC and they tell you something. I'm literally going to be like, hey, want to go to the... No, I'm not going to say it because they're... Yeah. <laughs> no, look, I, <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's amazing. I think the concept of Board 8 Yacht Club is revolutionary. It's, it's a cultural movement. It's, it's not going anywhere. That's for sure. And I commend them. Um, It doesn't mean I'm going to agree with how New York city played out. And I'm always going to not their fault, bro. I I want to believe it's all it's, it's it's the Blasio, bro. Sure. But I think it's, it's still important. I think to point these things out and be like, Hey, this is kind of ridiculous and hypocritical, but ultimately, you know, I do agree with you. I, I think, the Miami clubhouse is going to be a huge, huge thing. Can, you know? Do you guys want to describe for our viewers what the intent is behind the Miami clubhouse? Because I, I, I'm not really. Okay, let me give you. Okay, yeah. Okay, okay. Let me let me give background. Okay, so now that we're talking about the Board Ape Yacht Club. So the Board Ape Yacht Club, it consists of 10,000 unique uh, apes, just like mine that you're seeing on screen. Or if you're listening, it's a collection of 10,000 apes. And the 10,000 apes, are each unique individual, each trait, uh, each one is, is unique. And each one, it represents a membership to what is known as the Board Ape Yacht Club. And the story goes that in the 2030s, there's a collection of 10,000 apes that all got filthy rich off their investments 10 years ago. And this is where the meme and how you got to title back, the meme of GameStop comes together. 10 years from now, in the 2030s, all these apes are filthy rich off their investments 10 years ago. And now that they're filthy rich, they're super bored. So bored 
that all they do is hang out at the yacht club, the board ape yacht club. And so this is a story that's being manifested in real time. Now that the, the, the club itself generates 2% off every resale off every ape. And they've generated over a billion dollars, I think at this point in, in secondary sales. Insane. So the amount of things that they can accomplish with, uh, with the, with, with, with that kind of finance is exciting to say the least. And so the clubhouse is going to be an IRL physical location where ape holders and actually, I don't, I don't know. They haven't described it, but I imagine it's going to be a place where not only ape holders, but any, anyone can go and visit the clubhouse. Although there will probably be certain benefits that ape holders like me have over plebs, like, you know, the cats and stuff. Hey, <laughs> hey, we are not plebs. I'm joking. I'm joking. Well, I love they, they wait, 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 about the have... cats though. Yeah. No, no, about the cats. I'm so salty because they launched 30 minutes early to this day. I'm over the salt. I love the gutter cat game. They like amazing the IP and like everything about them is just amazing. The fucking pit bulls and the pigeons. Amazing. We both have and, a and full set. Bro, we're full set owners. Yeah. Dude, dude, dude. Amazing. I love them. Like, like seriously. And then I'm just so I'm, I, I'm salty because I was so excited to mint them. This is after I got my ape and I was I just like, yeah, I remember I'm you telling them. me this. <laughs> Bro, and I was so salty because it was literally like they launched 30 minutes early and I was like, fuck it. I'm not going to buy it on the secondary. Fuck these devs, dude. They did it on purpose, bro. Oh, yeah. But now they probably just like fucked up and it was like, we're so early. Like, yeah. Now, 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 now looking back, I really fucked up. Yeah. Well, that the team is legit, you know, and we've been a part of it for a few months now. And that was one of the best decisions I made was to get a gutter cat and to join that. And for the most part, the people in it are pretty open-minded. No one's tried to cancel me or anything. You got awesome apes involved in it too like blackboard the thing is you're uncancelable i'm not cancelable yeah. <laughs> yeah neither yeah and so am i and that's yeah. just the way you have to be it's being you're fearless like, you can only yes. be canceled if, if you're afraid of being canceled if you let yes. shut you up exactly. in silence yeah. yes yes i don't know if you you guys are religious but i'm a god-fearing man so like at the end of the day the only person when i die and i look wherever in that black hole wherever that is the person i'm going to be facing is god and it's like that's the only person i'm afraid of so as long as i'm square with him like i'm square so i don't really care what people think about me so that's why it's like i know me even coming on this podcast will probably draw some of that fucking and i don't care because having this conversation and for people to listen to us speak about these topics is more important than whatever anyone who frankly i don't care what they think think about me I respect that, man. Yes. A lot. That's why we invited you on here because that moxie. I knew you had that moxie. So how did you get your ape? Okay, so then I'm pissed because I don't have a fucking crypto punk. I'm on crypto Twitter. I actually get into Avagachis first. I don't know if you've seen the Avagachis. The team behind Ave made kind of like Tamagotchis, but uh, on the blockchain, they're okay. called Avagachis. And I think they're going to be an amazing way to teach kids about like finance and stuff not to like show them or anything but that's just so i got into that that made more sense to me but my first nft was the that dot eth that they've now cut out of the podcast and right after that dot eth was uh the avagachi and that made way more sense to me because gaming and coming from like a gaming background like i love Fortnite, minecraft uh runescape world of warcraft pokemon back in the day all this stuff made so much more sense to me with through that lens rather than uh just like the image but then after joining 
the Avogachi squad and, and, and entering that kind of sphere on Twitter, I started seeing NFT profile pictures pop up. Right. And then I was like, Oh my fucking God, this is why they're so fucking big. And then I was like, how the fuck? And that's when I was really like, dude, why wasn't I paying attention a year ago? And then (laughs) I know, I know, I know. And then then I saw the apes, I saw the apes and I was like, no, I was like, not again, not again. This was like early June, and they were they were like at a floor of like points. I was like, not again. So I bought my ape, and 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 that's the June June uh, June third, twenty twenty one. Florida man, Florida man. What's up? You got your ape for point seven? No, I got my ape for one point one. One point one. That's still pretty good. That's amazing. We got our gutter cats for around one, just just, below one, under one, and then we got a third one when it was just around two. So we got two for one, and then one for around two. But I, I also had that feeling too of like, why the hell didn't I get into this sooner? And it's not like I didn't have hints. So you know, a good internet pen pal friend of mine, and we've been friends for like over ten years now, is Ramon Jovia, um, the self actualized yes. American ape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ramon. And you know, we're we're friends on Facebook and stuff, and we're always talking and stuff on there. And I remember back, I think it was in May, or or when did the apes get minted? It was May, right? Uh, that was in April. April. See, because I joined, I I saw them on Twitter. April. Yeah, yeah. So I think it was late April, early May he changed his Facebook profile picture to an ape. And he's probably the first one to ever do that on Facebook. Probably. I don't know. But he was very early with it. And I just thought it was one of his new Myth Division comic book characters or something. I had no idea what the hell it was. I didn't know what NFTs were. had no idea. Fast forward a few months. It wasn't until July of 2021. You know, I was going through a lot of shit and you know we had a huge transition in our life and all that stuff money was really tight and he kind of just started dropping hints to me he didn't tell me outright like do this go here mint that go on twitter he didn't do that he he was very cryptic about it and he just started dropping hints and he was like you know you should be paying more attention to that other space he said to me no idea what the hell he meant but i realized like oh like i just got back on twitter recently and we added each other on there. I'm like, maybe he's talking about Twitter. So I went on Twitter and I started posting on Twitter more. And I was like, is this what you were talking about, Ramon? Like, you're talking about being on Twitter more? And he was like, ah, you figured it out. And from there, he kind of started to explain it to me. Like, hey, here's here's what these apes are. You know, it's 10,000 of them. Like the traits are put into a computer program. And then when you mint them, they're spit out randomly. So no two are the same, et cetera. It acts as a, it's a piece of art, but it's also like a membership card, but it's also like you have IP rights. So it's a character whose rights you have, and you can use that character as your persona. So that all happened. And I was like, all right, I'm interested. Obviously I couldn't afford one of these things. Yeah, I'm broke as hell. But he kind of introduced me into the space and was like, hey, everyone, here's my friend, you know, can anyone give him any pointers, introduce him to all this, et cetera. And then one of his friends who is um, Bored Space Ape. Yeah, I know her real name, but I won't dox her. She's great. Uh, she. I didn't even know that was a female. Yeah, it's a no, girl. Yeah. I don't, not that it matters. It literally it doesn't. doesn't I mean, she, she's used to it too. She's like, people are always misgendering me on here. It's whatever. So she reached out to me as one of her most friends and she offered to let me borrow one of her apes she had two extra ones that she was willing to let me use and Ramon was like dude you just got the opportunity of a lifetime take that shit I was like okay so I did you know I borrowed the ape 
I put it as my profile picture. I, I specified in my bio that I didn't own it because he was like, make sure they know that you're being lent mm. it because if they realize that you don't own it, like they're going to frown upon that and etiquette, all that stuff, right? So I started using it. And then all of a sudden, all these, these apes, like people with ape profile pictures just start following me and following me. And, and that was how I entered, you know? So I used the ape for a while. It was the Fez ape. That was probably how we followed each other too. That was my profile picture at the time. And then when I got into Gutter Cat Gang, that was my real official. Like, no, I think it was one of your one of your savage tweets, dude. Maybe it was one of my savage. <laughs> no, it was one hundred percent one of your savage tweets. One hundred percent. You and Brentley have some savage tweets. Thanks, man. We certainly. I'm like, fun. this is a breath of fresh air, and because the thing is, in a world full of lies, the truth is crazy. So, hearing hearing the truth is like very uh, it's grounding. Yeah. So yes. Oh, I felt you. the same about you, man. Same thing. Same thing. I'm like, wow, like someone actually speaking out against this stuff. And yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, I understand a lot of people don't want to rock the boat. They don't want to. It's not about rocking the boat. Out. It's not they, about that. They don't, they don't want to lose friends and you will lose friends when you tell the truth and you speak out against this stuff. And I, I get that, all of that, but you know, I'm always going to look for the truth tellers. I'm going to look for the people who are willing to kind of stick their neck out of this bit. is here forever guys. Yeah. This is literally here forever. Every action we take will be looked at by our great, 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 great. For my kid, kid, kids. For my kid, kid, kids. How will you be remembered is a very important question, you know, especially in these times. Where did you stand in these times? Exactly. Yes. I have a feeling, you know, down the line, there are going to be quite a few people who are sort of hanging their heads in shame and realizing, like, man, I should have said something and done something. No. And that's going to be on that. You know, I know. I know. As long as we know that we are being true to ourselves and we stood up is enough for me, you know, and yeah, but it's also not it, that, that, that like casting them aside, we have to like open our arms and say, oh, I don't okay. cast aside. I don't cast exactly. Aside all, we have know? to like open our arms and like with love, accept them. Whoever, yes. whoever wants to okay. speak out now, I will forgive you immediately and bring you in with open arms. I have no problem yes. with that. But I'm also kind of crass sometimes and I can be a... a You're a savage? Large. I'm a savage. You can take okay. the boy out of New Jersey, yeah. but you can't take the New Jersey out of the boy. I'm from New Jersey. I'm half Cuban, so what do you know? But you know, fire. Yeah, I don't know. Some days I wake up and I choose violence. Other days I wake <laughs> up and I don't. So maybe I want to tweet about NFTs and I'll just do that all day. And then another day I'm just like, fuck your mandates. Fuck you. You're an authoritarian. You can eat shit. You can eat shit. Some days it's just like that, you know? It is Most, it is yes. Like that. <laughs> yes. And so the free flow of information is like yeah. crucial to the development of society. It is. So it's very unfortunate for what happened to Brentley today. It sucks, dude. Oh, so you want to go, go into that a bit? Brent? So I had, so I have a solo channel called It's Brentley, or I had rather a solo channel, or maybe I still do. I don't know. We'll see. I'm appealing the process, but that my first foray into YouTube was in uh, early 2019. I started doing just videos that were sort of social commentary. And one of the big things that really got on my nerves at the beginning was seeing this trend of very young children being thrown into like gay spaces. Oh, shoot, there's my phone. No, keep going. Uh, so they, I, I had to speak out about it because it was just driving me a, a, up a wall. And as a gay man, the last thing I want is for actual homophobes, actual bigots 
to uh, you know see something like that and be able to point to it and be like, oh, look at those gays. They're, they're going for the kids and they're doing this, that, and the other. So I felt like I had a responsibility to speak out and be like, hey, this is wrong. Like we don't need, you know, tiny, small children in 21 plus spaces, stripping their clothes off. Uh, it's just not appropriate. We, sh you know, as gay people, we should all, you know, sort of rally around condemning that kind of practice. And, and we should sort of, you know, insulate children because gay, LGBT plus, whatever, you know, it's, it's an 18 plus thing. It's an adult thing. It's for adults. And so I started building this channel around that. And uh, over time, I just branched out into more things. You know, and uh, you know, and basically, I would just you know critique the authoritarianism, uh, any sort of like, you know, hidden hidden truths that I kind of spotted. Anytime the government would tell a lie or the media was doing something, you know, very propagandistic, I would speak out against it, uh, and just you know do my best to speak the truth as best I knew it. And uh, you know, I guess that finally got someone like triggered somebody. And I woke up this morning and the first thing I noticed was that I couldn't, I was on the YouTube app on my phone trying to search for stuff and I couldn't do anything. I was like, what the heck? So I went into my email and I noticed that YouTube had totally nuked my entire channel. And I didn't, I've had strikes before in the past, but at the time that my channel was nuked, there were no strikes on my account. They go away after a certain time. They go time. away after like 60 days, I believe it is. Um, but I had no communication from YouTube, no warning, no nothing, and it's just gone. And the email that I got basically said that uh, they accused me of malicious uh, harassment, which includes uh, stalking, cyberbullying. Um, what was the other things? I can't remember, but basically like, you know, they, they accused me of being this like horrible, evil person who was saying like, you know, the worst things that you could ever and that they uh, they took my entire channel down and it was uh, permanently removed. And I'm forbidden from uploading to YouTube ever again, from accessing any other YouTube channels. You uh, can't even like or comment or watch. Yeah. Them. So if I log in as my, you know, it's Brentley is basically it's a Gmail account. It's a Google account that's connected to YouTube. And I can't even, you know, open up YouTube if I'm logged in as it's Brentley. I can go there if I'm not logged in or if I'm logged in as another one of my Google accounts because I have, you know, a couple of them. But uh, yeah, they totally, totally nuked the channel. Didn't give me any sort of, you know, it was this video that, you know, was the problem or these videos that was a problem. They said it was either, they, it was a form letter that I got and it said it was basically uh, either or a very severe uh, violation or uh, multiple repeated violations, but without getting me any examples. So, Vague, as always. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the, now with your channel hidden, they're going through your channel right now, trying to find the exact uh let's say i don't like this sentence in video number 303 yep that was a bad uh that was a bad sentence bro yeah so now no, basically no channel no channel for evidence but we'll see I, I hey 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 bro no channel you're banned <laughs> it's gone get out of here bro yeah get out what do you know here and and this is this brings up i guess this brings us back to this concept of DeFi and, and decentralization and why it's so important because we kind of got to do that with like everything now with YouTube with all these we got to find platforms that are decentralized and if they're not there we got to make them in some way because this is what's going to happen if we don't the more things become centralized they're going to create yes like a, a super highway for all the approved voices and the approved information you're allowed to speak here but you fuck you fuck your voice we don't approve of that you get pushed out 
How many have times, fun on Rumble or these other places? How, know, how many times have you know the big boys like CNN been caught broadcasting outright lies? You know, how many times was Fauci lying? How many times was you know the Biden administration lying about something and been caught like red-handed yeah. and totally exposed? Yet they don't lose their channel. They don't you know lose. They get promoted to. It's kind of crazy, place. actually. It's yeah. kind of crazy, and that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, the whole House of Mirrors analogy kind of imagery that you described earlier. It runs deep, dude, really deep. It's kind of fucking crazy when you think about it. And that's the thing. People don't think about it. And that's and 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 it's it's very it's become very apparent over the past 18 months how fucking much people don't pay attention to this stuff. And so that's why these conversations are important. It's very important. And your channel getting banned is a, a dem- like a, a key example of the stopping of the free flow of information and so dude i mean dude it's like kind of fucking crazy dude i can't imagine you have said anything that is like not i mean i can't even imagine what the fuck they would really delete a channel for i mean other than right i did recently opinions i made a video recently that was entitled hannah gadsby isn't funny which i don't know if you're familiar with her but she's this like comedian who sort of says things that aren't really jokes but they're like these woke talking points and she you know she has an inflection and a body language posture that kind of almost mimics stand-up comedy and the way that the critics sort of endorse her is that they they say she's redefining comedy um but i made a video that said you know hannah gatsby isn't funny and it was basically all i did was i took the trailer for her new netflix special and I, you know, somebody on Twitter was like, can somebody edit out the laugh track on this? And so I just edited out the laughs at, at, that were, you know, at, with a, at her punchline and put little cricket chirping where, you know, the laughs were. And it was just like a little quick video, but I guess that you could call that targeted harassment. Yes, because because you're, you're not allowed to like not find a certain comedian funny now and express that opinion. On well, YouTube. but then again, I mean, how many, how many lefty YouTubers are making videos about how Dave Chappelle is, you know, yeah. X, Y, Z. Oh yeah. yeah. And Dave, Dave, Dave is a great example actually of what I mean by becoming uncancelable. Yes. This is what I'm talking about. You become a rock of principle and it is impossible to alter your image because it is who you are. Yeah. You can't fucking lie about who someone is. He's Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Watch he the fucking special. He said, I'm not going to bend to your will. I'm not going to no. let you. And he's done that multiple times in his career. That's what I'm saying. That, that type of the, the idea of turning down that $50 million deal. And then the house of uh, mirrors that you described goes on and he's a crackhead overnight. Apparently. Oh yeah. That's the, apparently what he described the media that they did him. to him. They dragged him through the coals, dude. They're like, Oh, Chappelle had a mental breakdown. Chappelle's addicted to drugs. Chappelle, this, Chappelle, that. And it's like, no, like, and then when he saw all that media coverage of him just from wanting to leave and take a break from it, yep. he's like, you're the reason I left you guys. It's not drugs or addiction. It's you, you, because look how you're yeah. responding to this. Like, yeah, it's, it's insane. And I think it was because they wanted to like put him in a dress. That was one of the things, but really, they, the, they were trying I think to, he, yes, you mentioned that they were trying to control Chappelle's show and he was never going to let that happen. So yeah, he, he turned down 50 mil and that's principles right there. And I don't agree with Chappelle on everything. You know, I think his stance on the masks and shit is ridiculous. And I wish people like him would stand up a little more to the mandates and that too. But at the end of the day and in, in the culture war, 
we need people like him to break the ice. And when he does a special like that, it's like people can breathe again. A lot of people, because they realize like, wow, I can, I can say these things. And yeah, maybe people might try to cancel me for a joke or, or for having a particular opinion about trans people or whatever, but I don't have to bend to that. I, I can stand up for myself. So, and we need that. We can talk about these things and we should be able to laugh at these things, right? The way I see it is uh, trans people should be happy that you can be made fun of now. You are so ingrained into the culture that you're, you're on equal ground where just like Blacks, Jews, Whites, Asians, everyone else, gay, straight, lesbian. Yes, that's what I'm you saying. You can now like, be made fun of. Welcome to the- Like, I can't speak, I can't speak for the trans community, but I'm Cuban, bro. I'm Hispanic. Like, same. Like, well, I, look, I'm Cuban. So make fun of fucking Cubans all you want, dude. It's Go fucking it. funny when yeah, they well, say we're late as fuck to everything. That's funny. When I they say we it. talk Spanish like we got a papa in our fucking mouth, that shit's funny. <laughs> it when is it's funny. when people say we got here by swimming, that shit is funny to me yeah. as a Cuban. Take that as you will. Yeah, but even, even insults, not, not jokes, but even straight up insults to me are fine. It's free speech. Like it is what it is. I posted something the other day where I basically said, uh, I think people have the right to call me a F word. That means bundle of sticks. I'm not going to say it here, you know, because YouTube, but I I think people have a right to call me F word bundle of sticks and mean it. And as long as you're not calling for open violence against me or anything like that, I'm, I'm not going to cancel you. I don't know. I'll tell you to. I'll yeah, I don't know about f- calling people that. Yeah, no, but I personally, I'm Florida man, but I don't know, man. And and that's the thing, dude. Like, no, I'm not Those saying words, it's. I'm, I'm not, not saying, saying to say them. Sure, I'm saying I'm saying you're not you're you're thick skinned for sure. But I mean, like, yeah, I know, I understand. I I get where you're. I know. I understand. I'm just saying I'm you saying have a right up to, to yes. You have a, you have right, a right to, to say. Those I will words. tell yes, you absolutely, absolutely. I will tell you absolutely to fuck off, and I'll move on with my life. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred. I will use my six and stones, bro. I right. use my speech to counter your speech. That's how we do exactly. it in the open realm For of sure. Exactly. I'm not going to cancel you or any of that. You know, I'll tell you to fuck yeah. off and I'll move on with my life. I'm not going to break down and cry about or it. Or you can you let know? these people out themselves too. Yes. That's, but that's, that's what they're doing though. You know, when they, so it's like, go ahead, have free, free game. But when you're going to oh. start saying like, hey, everyone attack this person or kill him or something, that's different. You've crossed into a, into a different realm there. But you can call me the F word and all. I don't care. Like, go fuck yourself. This is really, I'll move on, you know. Well, yeah, that's how crazy. absolute it's kind of crazy. Yeah, I know it's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy that people let words affect them and let other people's opinions of them affect them yeah. to the point where they're like literally controlled by other people's th- opinions of them. It's kind of fucking biz- bizarre to me. I call it the glass generation now. The glass generation, like in regards to like the phones, because like, they like, the no, glass, like the they, brittle, they, like, they shatter very oh. easily. They're fragile. Like it's yeah. like wow. Like if you can't handle mean words, you're not going to make it very far in this world, man. Because there are assholes everywhere you go, and there's always going to be someone who hates you for something. It's inevitable. So, yes, but at the same time, the metaverse is allowing people to more carefully decide who they interact and who they don't interact with. Yeah, and so. That and that's what I'm saying. The implications of that, the implications of of everyone sees who you're interacting with, they see what you're doing on the blockchain. They they see every. That's the nature of this: being open and transparent. Yeah. Right. So having open and transparent conversations is just. So I mean, it's kind of it's fascinating. Yeah, we're it's we're probably on the brink of a decentralized Twitter or something, uh, actually taking off. It, it, it we're soon. It's it's gonna happen soon. 
and it'll uh it'll be it'll be uh it'll be amazing i think yeah definitely right? think that there's a, a niche in the market for something like that and odyssey i mean odyssey and library.tv is is the is is where i would is like the youtube of the metaverse i think i don't know i I'm not to show them either i haven't done enough research but from my knowledge it's like they're they're hosted on the blockchain it's on ipfs uncensorable it's, all those been, all the it checks all the marks it's been recommended to us a couple of times library.tv uh so for dangerous rhetoric i've been uploading everything to uh rumble and youtube so if the youtube version gets nuked we still have everything backed up on rumble on our website so people yeah i think the beauty yeah i think that's the beauty of of library.tv the the nature of blockchain you know ipfs right the interplanetary file system no no you want to explain okay. that okay sure okay so the ipfs the interplanetary file system is a separate blockchain from ethereum bitcoin and all these other ones and so you, you guys if you're on crypto on uh on any of the crypto exchanges you'll see like filecoin which is the token used in in that ecosystem and I've seen it. basically it's a decentralized amazon web services so the same way that we host uh the same way that we host uh images and websites on aws you can host them on ipfs and the same way that we created the bitcoin network by having a bunch of computers around the world running code we have a bunch of computers around the world with hard drives connected to them that each of them contain little bits of data that the person that has the hard drive has no idea what's on the actual hard drive ah. they're just storing i think that's my call now yeah so there's a there's a there's a uh and uh, the, the IPFS is that it's a decentralized Amazon web services. And that's where the board ape yacht club pictures are stored. That's where the gutter cat gang images are stored on the IPFS. Hmm. Right. Because if you're going to be decentralized, you need to be decentralized completely. Yeah, that's why the gutter cat gang is here forever. And the board ape yacht club and all these other ones. Well, right. They're going to be on the blockchain forever for the most part, unless I, I, I mean, the, yeah, I mean, yes, exactly. And 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 the and the way that the IPFS works is is like that. So then, where was I going with that? The IPFS. <laughs> Are we talking about library? Yeah. Oh, library.tv. So library.tv. What it does is it uploads your video to the IPFS. I think. I think. Again, do your own research. But as far as I, the, the way that I've understood it is that it uploads it to IPFS. And so what it's doing is creating a YouTube. But instead of hosting the videos on YouTube servers, you're hosting them them on IPFS. Hmm. Right. So. Okay. And then the interface library.tv is just one interface that can interact with the code. Odyssey.com is another interface that's separate from library.tv because now it's just code. Now there's, you can have a million different interfaces to interact with the code of that library.tv made. I think, I see. I think again, guys, this is why I haven't uploaded or done any Florida man content. I'm trying to find a way to do it in the most decentralized manner possible. But in the same way that it's like finding YouTube in 2005, but I, and that might be what Odyssey is right now. If I've understood it correctly and I described it correctly, then, then it is that library and, and Odyssey and stuff. Yeah. Because I haven't seen another one that works in the same way. Because that yeah, no, Rumble is just another, it's like another company. You know, no, I know Rumble, of course. After yeah. after uh the other thing that happened in January and uh people getting deleted, uh 
there are obvious needs for alternative uh highways of information dude clearly because uh well not and leading up to all that and all the misinformation let's just say all the you know misinformation from both sides on a lot of different things so and it's what you're talking about the house of mirrors the lack of transparency and open communication that's my fucking problem being coming from like a communications background the fact that they cannot be transparent with us fucking destroys me it fucking makes me want to man it's unfortunate it's it's really unfortunate that the humans are are so much more capable than 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 we're taught to think and it's because of that because we we've never had a technology that because you're saying like oh united you were not united and when i say united we stand divided we fall i mean in this technology if we okay. all embrace right because this technology is is it's the product of a certain ethics and ethos and principles and values yeah that that created this technology and so again the more people that join and the the tighter that that fist tries to retain control the more it slips out because of because because that's that we're just not going to it's against human nature to be controlled and i think i don't know i mean man dude no i I understand it's also interesting too because i find one of the things i like about nfts and it's not everyone obviously there's you're always going to have the woke people but for the most part identity politics seems to be out of it yes some people are fixating on that stuff and they're like how do we get more women involved or how do we have more representation for this group for that group and so i think that just happens naturally yeah i think that just not just happens naturally for the most part people seem to not care as much about that stuff and that's kind of why i like the profile picture concept too is because it's like what you look like stops mattering, you know, whether you're, you're black or white or gay or any of that stuff, it really stops mattering in, in the NFT community. In the metaverse. No, no, no. It stops mattering yeah. in the metaverse. In the metaverse this is yeah. why, because we're not, so, we're just, what are we, bro? We're just spirits right now yeah. interacting in this yeah. physical simulation. That's what all this is. This physical simulation that I'm living here and you're living over there and we're connected through this metaverse. And like, what the fuck even are we, or how are we even communicating? This is a signal sent from my brain to your brain through this fucking technology. It is crazy. And now sent to tens, if not hundreds, if not thousands, if not millions of people now because of this podcast and the implications of- Our audience isn't that big, man. Right? So, (laughs) and how communicating through time, this is fucking bananas. Yeah. It's bananas. (laughs) B-A-N-A-N-A-S. It's an interesting time to be alive, for sure. Fascinating time to be alive. And and the metaverse. So that identity, that shit just fades away because like, what do you mean the, the, what do you mean the Cuban vote, bro? I'm a fucking ape. What are you talking about the Cuban vote? (laughs) The ape vote. We got to They're going to go around for the cheetahs. They're going to go get the cheetah vote and the blue vote. Oh my God. That's going to, this is a whole nother. We're now talking about politics in the Dow world. Oh my goodness! We're talking about. Oh my gosh, the grassroots campaigns of not of 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 DMing, uh, account by account. Hey, have you heard about this rep? This delegate for the Board Ape Yacht Club Dow. 
Oh my gosh. Politicians you're, are you're a representative for, for your he can represent the the blue vote, the the blue uh the blue eight vote. Oh my goodness. This is they're gonna robot. start they're gonna start doing that, man. Watch they're gonna be like, well, how do we appeal to our gutter cat gang demographic and get more gutter cat folks? You know, it's funny, it's <laughs> well, funny, because- it's really guys, it's really funny to also see NYC NFT or uh, everyone in New York right now on Twitter saying like, oh, we're all apes. We're all in this together. You're an ape. I'm an ape. Yeah, bull fucking shit. Get back behind your fucking keyboard. Get back behind your fucking keyboard. And they're just going to be a poor ass mutant, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all that energy while you're out in IRL. Yeah, Twitter fingers, right? Yeah, that's what I thought, right? Yeah, yeah. No, really. It's, it's just funny because I don't actually, I, I say those things as a joke to my friends, but I would, I don't, cla- I'm not classist like that, except Except, 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 except looking upward and seeing like, oh my God, bro. Like you have a fucking cheetah. Like, that's amazing. You get me like looking up, but looking down, never. You get me like, yeah. And, and it's not even like a, like, oh, I'm jealous and like of your shit. It's like an admiration of your asset. It's like, oh my goodness. Those DMT yes. apes are serious. Yes. DMT. And, and you know what the crazy thing is, bro? The crazy thing is I, the, at the time the floor was 0.7. And I, I just didn't know about rarities. I didn't know about, and, and I'm kind of grateful. I mean, it's just like, I can't look back. I mean, I I don't care, but I'm just saying how much you learn just being in the space, going on rarity tools, going through OpenSea, you know, being on Twitter, interacting uh, with people, memeing, right? Shit posting on Twitter is like the greatest fucking thing. Like there's no fucking dopamine hit, like dropping a shit post and just seeing the fucking like, like people pile on and and like 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 that shit <laughs> that i minds. said like bro when people were copying and pasting the the coinbase oh i'm a senior product manager at coinbase or some <laughs> that shit was i did and, that too bro bro <laughs> what bro that shit was hilarious and seeing that and and that culture and being in that right bro and 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 that's kind of where what you're saying like people get lost in la la land but it's 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 just an extension of of uh of, of the real world of, yeah because you're yeah. always going to have people who just aren't really paying attention no. or don't care about the bigger picture and so if you see that reflected in normal society you're going to see it reflected in in the metaverse now so yeah it's it's not surprising to me but it still needs people like us it needs people like us who are willing to break that mold a bit and speak about the things perhaps that a lot of them won't want to speak about so can I ask you, Florida man, are there any other projects that you are really interested in besides Board Ape Yacht Club and the Gutter Cats? Like, do you have any other projects? Yeah, Board Ape Yacht Club, Gutter Cats, World of Women. I love, love, love World of Women. Yeah, the aesthetically, cool. everything. Uh, if that's too much, then maybe Fame Lady Squad. I'd love Fame Lady Squad. That was too. an interesting story, that whole thing. Exactly. It's the whole, the whole story. Yeah. And so, and just to name drop, uh, so that, and then uh bro there's actually a cuban in cuba he's an ape the only ape in cuba and he's yeah yeah well i mean like it doesn't even surprise you and they're dropping up a project uh crypto cuban social club where they photograph like four thousand cubans over the course of the past couple months wow gorilla style bro gorilla style i'm like amazed by what they've pulled off you mean ape style ape style exactly exactly <laughs> oh my god yes yes okay on, on that topic and so an ape that i was looking at at the time i was between the the ape that everyone's looking at now and uh ape 
I don't remember his number now, but it was an ape with a with the Vietnam uh, battalion ammo vest, a yeah, sailor the, captain hat. Daniel and, Hitch has the one with he has one with the bullet. Exactly that. Exactly that that vest. Uh, he his eyes were crying. He was smoking a cigar and he had a captain hat on. And so more rare, literally value wise, 100% that one was, is, is like, is like, that one was like four top 4,000 rarity. Mine is like top uh, 6,500. But what, what, what I loved about that one was just like the way it looked. And it reminded me of uh, the Bay of pigs, like the, like the, the failed, uh, in uh, the, the failed trying yeah. to take back power yeah, during, the, during, the, uh, the Cubans. The yeah. Kennedy when Kennedy, yeah. When Kennedy kind of fucked us, which that was is actually, why that was his biggest why, blunder. Dude, Kennedy really fucked Cubans, dude. Yeah. I, there's no other way to put it. He just said, yo, I'm going to back you blunder. up. He yeah. li- no, no, no. He literally said, yo, meet you at dawn. Go fuck them up. I'm going to send air support. See you in the morning. Morning came. Motherfucker said, psych as fuck ghosted us and all our men fucking got captured. Our best men, the men that were willing to go and die for their country, the top men, all captured by the Cuban government. And we all know what happens when the Cuban government captures you. So, yeah, yes, that he really fucked us, <laughs> which is why, which is why the pain runs so deep in Miami. And you see the nature of just who I am and what I speak up for, because that happened. Literally one generation ago. Yeah. Like well, I my parents on... and I, Florida man, left Cuba. Were like, you born there? Had... Florida man, yes. I was born there. Florida man. Alberto Suarez gotcha. was born there. Yes. I was born there. It but I'm more American now because I came when I was like I was very little when I came. So it's I've I've adapted to um I mean my English is like perfect but I can speak in Spanish, although my Spanish is mostly limited to the language of mine is family, terrible. family relations. I yeah. can't really speak Spanish. I know like a smidge of it. I'm the worst Cuban ever. There's a reason for that. <sighs> yes, yes, yes. So trying to keep, yeah. So, so yeah. So, and seeing what happened to my parents and my grandparents in Cuba, Right. Because I was little, I, I was basically born in the U S I wasn't born in the U S but I was basically born in the U S and yes, yeah, seeing what happened to them and everything that they had taken from them. It just is not. And, and, and the stories and the pain forged, man, it's so crazy that things like the, like, like that can happen. It is it's kind of crazy. Yeah, you, funny. You, yeah. Posted, you posted about, but you guys that. listen to Michael Malice. Yes, we you guys do. know Michael yeah, Malice. I'm actually, so it's I'm what actually he says. It's like Michael Malice. <laughs> yeah, Brent's blocked by him. He doesn't know why. Either. I, well, oh, I made the mistake of trying to explain one of his jokes once, and I think that's what did it because I don't think he, I didn't understand yeah. at the time. I was a new Michael Malice follower, and yeah. I didn't grok that you know he didn't want people to explain his jokes because they're supposed to be, I guess, for people who can understand them. Okay. <laughs> So yeah, he, he, without even saying anything to me, just kind of blocked my, my Twitter account. So now I, if I want to, you know, my, my two biggest blocks, the two people that is him and uh, Jack Pistovic. 
Not, not sure. No, why? Poso blocked you too? Uh, Poso <laughs> blocked me because uh, last summer he went on a stream of sort of like dick riding the Catholic Church. He's big. He's a big Catholic guy. Mm, loves the Catholic Church. Mm, yeah. And I couldn't help myself. I think it was the third or fourth post he made where he was talking about Catholicism. And I was like, you know, it's a real shame that they still haven't gotten rid of all those pedophilic priests uh, or something to that effect. And he blocked me for that. So, yes. So I'm blocked by Malice and by Posobic shrug yeah. I mean, it is, it is, it is. but you you posted the other day about your um you know your upbringing and what happened to your parents and my mom same thing man you know i commented on your thing and she has cerebral palsy she's born in cuba uh her father had a farm there and yeah castro repossessed repossessed the land same um from what she told me same. he actually also ended up in prison yeah in prison at one point because uh, i think he was handing out food from his land against the government's orders and they they caught him and they ended up dude and the biggest straw man guys listen to this no yeah but what they fucking and then these fucking these fucking people these tankies i think that's the word right that used to describe them tankies yeah the tanky is like someone who defends the type of person that communist yeah yeah no the tank man tank man i think that's where it comes from you guys know the picture of the tank standing the guy standing tanky Majority tank pejorative label originally used by dissident or sectarian Marxist Leninists to designate members of the Communist Party of Great Britain who followed the party line of the Communist Party of the Soviet Union. Specifically, it was used to distinguish party members who spoke out defending Soviet use of tanks to crush the Hungarian Revolution in 1956 and later the 1968 Prague Spring Uprising. Uh, more broadly, those who adhered to pro-Soviet positions in general. Okay. Tankies. Yeah, so I actually didn't know it was that deep, but it shit, that's how powerful memes are. Yeah. To bring it back to memes. Shit, I didn't even know it ran that deep. I just thought it was, it was, and I didn't even know it was a Soviet tank. I thought it meant like the tank in China with the fucking... Uh, oh, the famous photograph? Yeah, exactly. I, that's what I thought the tanky meant like the people defending the, the the other side right so it's kind of uh what the fuck was i saying we're talking about tanky oh so oh, those type of people and then what they'll say is yeah they took your land but you guys had slaves it's like are you fucking stupid dude do you not understand that cuba was like one of the f- first islands in the caribbean to fucking end slavery yeah motherfucker do you not understand like yeah, no. these were fucking workers, bro. We had e- an it fucking entire ass economy, bro. We you were trapping land, sugar, everyone. bro. We were trapping sugar and fucking cigars to the entire and fucking coffee to the entire fucking world, bro. And that shit just stopped because the moment fucking communism takes over, these fucking companies companies are not gonna fucking stay here, dude. They're, 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 they 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 were like fuck this, dude. Because the government owns 51% of everything you do and own. They have 51%. It's like, dude, so Cohiba, like, and that's the thing, like, bro, people are always like, oh, Cuban cigars, they're the best, they're the best. It's like, do you understand how a Cuban cigar gets made? A fucking 14-year-old, I'm not even exaggerating, goes to a camp in the summer to pick tobacco leaves to then collect garbage bags or whatever the fuck full of fucking tobacco leaves. We're talking about middle school kids. Literally picking tobacco leaves 90 miles off the shore of the U.S. United States of fucking America. This is happening right now. Yeah. Yes. Actively. Still to this day. And that's how Cohiba cigars are manufactured. And that's not what they show you. Right. They're not showing you the 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 
I don't even know what they're, there's, there's a camp that is basically to put it lightly spirit camp, right? Let's spirit you away. Or I don't know what the fuck to call it. My mom fucking would say the fucking name. I, I don't remember now, but the, the fucking camps and every fucking summer they would take you to the summer, to the camp. And my mom, my grandfather had to fucking tell my, my, my mom, like, Oh, the, 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 like oh she's sick or like like bro it's 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 it and that was like the very tail end before we fucking rode dude before we fucking rode dude so what what do you say you know as a cuban too who feel strongly about this to to people who when you criticize the cuban government to people who say oh but what about the embargo the embargo what do you say to people that you know the embargo yeah well typically they say oh well cuba is the way it is not because of castro and his government it's because the united states embargo is preventing trade between cuba and here and that's what you know is hurting people over there more than than what the government is doing itself so when the argument for the embargo is that they don't want to prop up the communist regime there which is why they cut the trade so i mean i mean dude guys 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 Guys, yeah, uh, it, it it's the embargo that doesn't let Cubans go to the river and fish for fish, right? That's <laughs> yeah. the embargo, right? That does that, correct? Yeah, fuck it, yeah, man, bro, lift yeah. the embargo, man. Let them go, fuck it. Yeah, bro, man, fuck, man, owning a business, bro. The embargo, bro. The U.S. man, let us have a business, man. Why you have no, you don't let us have business <laughs> over here, man. Please, man, please. No, man, that's not what we're saying. We want freedom, democracy, yeah. bro. That's what we want, bro. Fuck I think, the embargo, dude. I think it shows a lack of understanding of the nuance of the situation. Like you can't just say, "Oh, the embargo is the reason things are fucked." It's up the there. U.S.'s fault. Yeah. It's. Are it's, you fucking kidding me? It's ridiculous. You it, takes, it takes all the blame it's, off the Cuban government when it's like exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, this country. Uh, I mean, bro. I mean, it's I mean, dude, I would say it's the U.S.'s fault that fucking Kennedy just fucked us. Right. In that sense. Yeah, it's just, it's their fault. But it's fucking 2021, guys. It's not fucking 1968, guys. Yeah. Like, so the energy, I mean, you guys saw SOS, SOS Cuba and all the stuff that was going on earlier this year. There's uh, there's. There is energy being, uh, I mean, I feel the energy all the way over here in Miami and you guys probably, I mean, you guys felt the energy earlier this year in June when, when SOS Cuba was trending and it was a bit of a flash in the pan. I feel like the, I feel like a lot of, no man, no man, this has not happened. I'm saying it is here. It is, I'm yeah. saying here yeah, in yeah, regards yeah. to a lot of people who are posting about it and supporting it. It's like because they, it's because they did it for like a couple of weeks and then it was like, all right, the trend is what Brentley said. It's on. what Brentley said. It's what Brentley said. It's the house of mirrors. They use it. The new cycle goes away and boom, on to the yeah. next thing, on yeah. to the next thing, right? Because they need to keep it that way because they understand what's at stake. They literally understand what's at stake. So, yeah, I mean, I just feel the energy in Cuba. I mean, I don't know. I'm in Miami, dude. I mean, I don't know. I feel the energy in Cuba. I mean, it's a worldwide. I mean, you see what's going on in Australia as well. It's not just nice. a, uh, not just a Cuba thing. This is a human kind thing that I think is happening right now. Yeah. Agreed. Yes. With that, I said it's three o'clock and I have to go grab lunch, but, uh, but yes, this was a great, great, great conversation. Dude, it was, yeah, thank no, you. no, no, no. Thank you for having me. This is the first podcast Florida man has ever been on. And so that, I'm I'm happy that it was on this and that we ha- talked about these things. We're honored, man. Seriously, we yes. are honored. And we'll definitely have you back again, you yeah. know, in the future. Like I said, yes. I, we have a lot of respect for you. You know, we love that you speak your mind, that you're pro free speech, that you're not afraid of being canceled and any of that stuff. 
But, you know, we also, we do love the Board Ape Yacht Club, even though we're not members. And even though we disagree with the shit that happened in New York, ultimately we think as a cultural phenomenon, this shit is huge. It's not going away. And I hope more people look into NFTs and look into decentralization and, and hop on, you know, and, and, and realize that this, this could be one of the ways we can kind of free ourselves from some of the chains that are being put upon us. And because things are going more digital, whether people like it or not, there is no way around that. Most fiat is already digital. It's been that way for a long time. I think it's only like a, a little 2% of money is physical. Most of it is all numbers and computers. This is not going away. So I think people who aren't in crypto at all, who aren't in NFTs, inflation is going to fucking wreck them. So if you're listening to this, do your own research. This is not financial advice. Not financial advice. Uh, Florida Man, where can people find you? Do you want to plug your social media? Yes. At Board Ape 2417 B-O-R-E-D-A-P-E-2417 everywhere. Is that your ape number? Yes. 2417. Board Ape 2417 everywhere. Yeah, and you'll see him under FloridaMan.eth. Yes, FloridaMan. FloridaMan.eth. FloridaMan is, I mean, guys, I'm FloridaMan, guys. You guys, you guys know, you, you guys know what FloridaMan yeah. is. Uh, Those is, who uh, understand IP will yes. hopefully understand what that means. Yeah. Well, well, just the meme. And also it's yeah. who I am. So yes, <laughs> cool. I am FloridaMan. Well, thanks for watching, everyone. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, do all the things. And we'll be back again stuff. soon with another.